Hey there, I'm Natalie Abbott, and this is The Dwell Podcast. At Dwell, we help you memorize one Bible verse every month. On our weekly podcast, we talk about what our verse means, how it's challenging us, and about how the God of the universe wants to connect with us in our daily lives. Welcome back to The Dwell Podcast, everybody. This is your host, Natalie Abbott, and I am so excited to be here with my sister, Vera. What's up, everybody? I love it when you sing your intro. I can't help myself. I try to differentiate my voice from your voice at least a little bit. Like, yeah. I, know, I know we sound a lot alike, so that's why I'm yeah. always singing my introduction to myself. Well, for those of you who don't know, we also look like one another. And sometimes, like right now, we're both wearing the same exact glasses and looking at each other. And we really do look similar and sound similar. It's like talking to myself. Your 10 years younger self. Well, and my more attractive, more athletic self. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, please. I love it. Anyway, we're going to actually talk about the verse. So the verse for this month is Matthew 4, 4. It says this. Jesus answered, it is written, man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. It's, it's so good. <laughs> that's, the thing, that's also the thing that Vera always says. It's so good. It is so good, though. Can I ask the first question today? Sure. I never get to ask the questions. Ask me. Ask um, me. Can you do the verse a little justice and give us a context as who, who is Jesus answering and what is he answering with this in response to? Yeah. So Jesus is at a really low place right now. He has been in the desert. He was led there actually by the spirit to fast and he's fasting for 40 days, which is a super duper long time to go without food. Um, And it says that he was hungry, which I think is one of the ironic understatements of the Bible. Mm -hmm. I'm sure he was like basically starving. Um, And in that moment, Jesus or um, Satan, sorry, comes to him and says, if you are the son of God, tell these stones to become bread. He just gut punches him right from the start. Mm -hmm. And this is Jesus's answer. It is written, man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. And we know from reading the rest of the Bible that Jesus totally could have done that at any moment. He could have turned whatever he wanted. He didn't even have to turn anything into bread. He could have just made it appear, right? But he doesn't. And instead of of sort of falling into that temptation of, of, of Satan, he says something really interesting. He points out that bread, like physical bread, is not all that people need. Right. And he's quoting the Old Testament. And he's saying with that quote, it's a scripture quote from the Old Testament, that God's word is way more important, way more powerful, way more life giving than food, than physical sustenance. You see Satan come back with two more things and Jesus come back with two more things where he says it is written. It is written. Right. So he's quoting scripture and using it as a weapon to defend himself against Satan. So that's kind of the context that we come in into in this. And then Satan leaves him and angels come and attend to him. Um, And that's kind of that little section of scripture. So that's what's going on. You know, it's kind of an odd verse for us to have picked. 
kind of like out of like, okay, why are we like, why this is kind of weird. And I think we kind of went back and forth on whether or not this was the right fit for this, this time of the year or whatever. And now it feels like the perfect verse. Um, and I love Doesn't it. Doesn't it always feel that way? It always We're does. always like, mm, I don't know, but I feel like this is what we're supposed to be. I know. So let's just do it. <laughs> Here it is. And, you know, there's there's special meaning to food. I always feel like in the month of November, you know, we're, we're feasting. And um, in a lot of ways, this year has felt like a desert <laughs> for a lot of people for mm. um, a long period of time, long stretch. And so I just felt like... Um, Natalie, you were pretty gung ho about this one, and I feel like it ended up being perfect for for us to focus on for a month. Oh yeah, I mean, if anybody has been through a desert recently, I feel like it's my family. I was joking with one of my friends that we've been taking a very spiritual joy fast, <laughs> fasting from joy at our house right now. <laughs> um, but no, I just we've had a season. I've had a health uh, like a chronic health issue um for the last I have kidney stones um and they're they're still here she yeah she means she has them currently still trying to not have them still has kidney stones as for like a month and a half <laughs> yeah it's been it's been a wild ride uh, my husband just broke his toe uh you know our kids are online learning there's just all kinds of things that feel uh very desert like. Mm -hmm. And I love this because we see our Lord Jesus taking the word of God and just elevating it and saying it's so important. And not only is he using it as a weapon against the enemy, but he's also saying when you're in the desert, when things are hard, when Satan is coming at you in every possible way, this is where you're supposed to run. This is mm -hmm. what you're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Follow my example. Yeah, I think you're right. I, I love that you point out that it, he uses it as a weapon because like we have the same tool. Like <laughs> that's why, right. that's why we do what we do at dwell is we want to give you words that you have readily available in your mind when you are low, when you're in a desert, when you feel attacked, that, the amazing thing is, the mysterious, amazing thing is, is that those words do come to the forefront, especially if you ask for God to be near you and leading you in and, and uh, pointing you. Those words come to the front and you're like, yes, that is exactly yeah. it. That's what I need right now. Yeah. Amen. And um, I actually write about it on our blog this week. Um, so if you haven't read that, maybe go and read that just about the significance of God's word for being life-giving to us and just how powerful they are. And, and there are times when, in my own life when I feel so broken down and I just like, I don't even want to go there. I don't even want, I just, I know what I need. I need to go to Jesus. I desperately need him, but I'm ashamed or I'm afraid or I'm despondent or whatever it is I'm avoiding. And there are times when I literally just either speak scripture back to myself, I recite it, or I just write it down. Mm -hmm. I just copy it word for word, write it down and pray, God, make these words powerful to me, make them alive to me, use them to restore my soul. And he, every single time he always meets me in his word. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, that's it. I mean, I've talked about this previously on the podcast, but like this is this is how Dwell was born was out of just a really dry season where I was clinging to God's word like it was my life line, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which is what it says it is. And I just, it was everything to me. It was everything to me. It was the most precious thing I could have was God's word. I wouldn't leave the house without either, um, I would record myself reading scripture to myself and well, I would listen to Yes, I would like a bunch of verses that were speaking to me because I wanted them back to back to back to back. You know, I could have listened to the Bible app or whatever, but I would listen to them back to back, my own voice reading it to myself, like just going to the grocery store and I wouldn't leave the house without it or without a slip of, you know, paper in my pocket with verses written on them. It just was everything, you know, I, mm-hmm. I had been going, I had tried to read books and devotionals and um, that kind of thing. And those things are helpful resources. And I, I never want to, you know, make people feel like, oh, that's not, you know, those aren't good things or great things. But ultimately, like they weren't enough for me, I just straight up needed the word of God. And that was it. In fact, I remember during that time, we were going on a really long flight overseas and I was sitting, I think I was sitting next to a man or he was sitting directly behind me, but I was writing out scripture, all of, I, th- I think it might've been Romans eight, um, which is one of my favorite chapters of all time. Um, but I was doing what you're saying. I was just writing it word for word back out to myself in my journal. And this um, older man, a British man leans over and he says, says, are you writing out scripture? And I said, yeah. And he said, oh, that is just a lost art. It's like, that is such a beautiful thing for me to see a young person doing. And I think there's a lot of truth to that, that it, we want, we'll go to the pod, a podcast and we'll go to, you know, have a conversation with a friend or we'll go to, um, you know, any number of books. And again, those are great resources and we should be pouring in, you know, pouring out our hearts to other people and, and being in community with other people. But ultimately it is his word that is going to sustain us. Hundred percent. I I do think you're right. I think we sometimes, as modern Christians who have all these tools and have all like you know, we got the Bible in our pocket, really for real, like on our phone any time of day. We take it for granted. We just don't value it in the way that it is. It should be valued. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh yeah, girls. Thanks so more. Now mm-hmm. it's the verse of the month. <laughs> Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, one of these days you're going to have to do like a for real concert for us. So Mm -hmm. I bet everyone would listen to that. That would be, mm -hmm. yeah. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So moving right along. Yes. Um, No. uh, What do you feel like, like what's a time in your life, another time in your life that you can think of recently, like with one of our dwell verses that stands out as like, man, I just kept, that was so life-giving to me. Mm, that's a great question. I would say um, probably the satisfy us in the morning with your unfailing love that we may sing for joy and be glad all of our days. That mm-hmm. was our January verse. And mm-hmm. at the beginning of quarantine, like when we first shut down, we didn't know anything about what COVID was going to be. It was really pretty scary. Yeah. Um had loved ones who came down with it. Um, and so I just remember waking up and, and being like, 
satisfy us in the morning with your unfailing love that we may sing for joy and be glad all our days. I read Psalm 90 every day for like six weeks straight. Mm. But this was like in May or something. But it was because I had memorized it in January that I kept going back to that. Like I today, like this morning, right now, satisfy me with your unfailing love because I do not feel like singing with joy. I feel like frightened and worried. And so that verse, I feel like in that entire chapter kind of um, was a lifeline for me um, during probably like April, May of this year. What about you? Um, So the verse I'm thinking of is um, the Lord is good to those whose hope is in him, to the one who seeks him. I, that's, it's Isaiah. I can't remember. Do you remember what that, it's, it's from like a year and a half ago, maybe. It was March, 2019. Girl. I can see the, the design in my brain. I can't recall the uh, location, which is uh, my bad. But. Yeah, me too. Obviously. Cause I, I love that verse. And that's a verse that has come back to me again and again and again. Um, but I remember specifically when we were in that verse, I had a um, another health issue and I had this abdominal pain and I did not know what was going on. And I went to the doctor and they didn't find anything. And it was, I was waiting for like imaging or something. I can't remember, but I ended up having this pain that was just so very intense. Um, and we had, you know, little kids at home and it was kind of nutty. So Jason, my husband, drove me to the hospital and dropped me off at the ER and he had to go back to the kids. <laughs> so I was there by myself and it was one of those things where I waited in the ER for a really long time. And then I waited in the hallway on a gurney for a really long time to get imaging done all this stuff. Well, come to find out I had a, a really big ovarian cyst that had burst, which was, you know, fine, benign, not a big deal, but extremely painful and very worrisome. Um, and I had that tattoo on my arm. Um, and I remember just looking at it and praying through it and thinking about it and just saying to the Lord, like, you are good to me. I hope my hope is in you. My hope is not in my health. My hope is not in my circumstances. My hope is in you. Um, and it was just really powerful. And then I remember one of the nurses actually asked me about it and I, and I had some extra tattoos in my person. So I gave them to her, um, but it was just really like one of those moments in my life where I, I felt very much alone um, because there wasn't a way for my husband to be with me. And I was afraid and by myself in an ER, not knowing what's going on with my body. And so, yeah, that was a really powerful verse for me. And I feel like there are a lot of stories like that, that I could say, oh, I remember that verse or this verse and this time. And But for whatever reason, that verse, it, that satisfies in the morning is another one too that comes back to me a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. I can't, I can't wait for this month and just to hear, hear these instances from people, you know, how these mm-hmm. verses pop up, um, because it's true. And it's so encouraging. Like every time I hear that, I'm, it makes me want to memorize more scripture. It makes me want to have more, more defense for myself and more hope for myself and more life overflowing. Um, so it's going to be a great month. Amen, girl. And if you guys have stories that you want to share with us, like, please, please share them with us. We love to hear, DM us, write them on our, you know, post them on Instagram, share them on Facebook, Um, send us an email. We would love, and if it's something that you want us to be able to share, just, you know, tell us, because we would love to reshare your stories of how God is using his word in your life 
in powerful ways. Um, that is what we're about. That's what we get super jazzed about. So do that. And, you know, thanks for joining us today. So we're looking forward to this month, I'm sure, just as much as you are, just to see what God is going to do and how he is going to be the bread of life to us this month. So thanks for joining me, Vera. Thanks for having me. Hey, thanks for joining us on the Dwell Podcast. You can find out more about us at Dwell Differently on Instagram, Facebook, and at dwelldifferently.com online. We help people connect with God through scripture memory, daily posts, a weekly blog, and of course, this podcast.